Hello, and welcome to the Rhyme Ball Podcast. Today's topic is Attack on Titan. So let's start these episodes how we usually start them off, and just give you a brief little summary of what Attack on Titan is. Now, I'm fairly certain almost everybody has heard of Attack on Titan. It is currently a very popular anime that has been going on since 2013, so it's it's pretty good. And as of, like, 20 minutes ago, it's season four, part two ended with its finale, which was really good. And again, we will discuss the pros next. But the main uh, purpose of it is, if not by the name, it's people attacking Titans. You know, it's the you know, people living in the walls um, that are on this island and pretty much outside are man eating like giants almost that are they are similar to they look like humans. But they they don't have the brain functions of humans, and they get into that in the story. But I won't go into that now. Um, and there are groups of military who go out and fight the Titans. That's pretty much what they do. Seasons one through three, and that's pretty good. Season four gets more in depth with the story aspect of it and what happens after they leave the walls into the war and all that. Um, but that's like the briefest of summaries I could give for this show. It is really good. A lot of people don't like it and think it's boring. I think it's really good. But um, before we start this episode, I do want to clarify major spoiler warnings. I mean, I'm going to be going into everything. And if you haven't already had the show spoiled for you yet, consider yourself very lucky. Um, I haven't either, so lucky. But um, from seasons one through four, part two, I will be discussing everything. So if you have not seen this show and want to avoid spoilers, do not watch this episode. Listen to it after you finish it. But spoiler warning over, now into the pros. So starting with the number one pro, and I said this a little earlier, uh, the show itself is pretty enjoyable. It's it's a good show. Um, I well, That was my first anime I started with. I started fairly recently in 2020, um, and the first thing I started with was Attack on Titan. And it definitely got me into anime, and I think it's just a good show, one, to start with, and two, just in general. It's got amazing fight scenes, it's got great characters, it's got great story, which you don't really get into until season four, but it's still kind of there. It's just a really good show. The music is awesome. I mean, I have pretty much every intro and just soundtrack in my Spotify playlist. So, I mean, if you like the music, then there's a reason for that. But I just think the show itself is a good premise. The manga is great. I've only read a, a volume or two, but from what I've seen, it is really good. So the show and the manga are both really good, and the story is interesting, and it just looks good, you know? Like I always say in pretty much every episode that involves anime or an animated movie, is, is the animation good? Same with voice acting, and I'll be covering those. So the animation is fantastic. Mainly in season four. Season four has incredible animation. In season one, they used a lot of 3D animation, which makes sense, especially for the Titan fights. But um, they slowly, I feel like, started to use it more as season two and season three came along. But season four, while they do use it sometimes, a lot of it is normal animation, and it just looks great. I'm not a, a big fan of 3D animation if it's used all the time, but if it's used for like here, things here and there, I don't mind it. But I think the animation looked great for a new for this new gen for the new gen version of it for part uh, part two and all that of season four. 
that was confusing. I apologize. <laughs> but um, as I said, the soundtrack is amazing. The intros, I mean, you got Sasagio and uh, Rumbling. Like, you, you got all those good, all that, all that good intros. <laughs> so it, they are really good. I, I love the soundtrack to this. You know, you got Irwin's speech that you, you can listen to if, you, if you're into that. This is getting weird. I'm going to move on to the next thing. So the fight scenes. The fight scenes are fantastic, especially in what I just binged the final episodes of season four, part two. And they are so good, especially in the earlier seasons when they're constantly using their ODM gear, which is, if you haven't seen the show, they're like neat, like kind of, they're like hooks, like grappling hooks that they shoot from little cannons on their side. And then they have these blade, these big blades that come out of them that they can slice Titan's neck open, which is how they, you kill them. So watching them like zoom around with the with the ODM gear is awesome to watch, especially when there's a, a lot of Titans and um, scouts. It's really interesting and really fun to watch. So the fight scenes are really good and intriguing. The voice acting. The voice acting is, I think, some of the best in this, both dubbed and subbed. I'm sure you could go on TikTok or Instagram Reels, YouTube uh, shorts if you're weird um and you could pretty much find attack on titan quotes everywhere the show has so good voice the voice actors are amazing like it's so good and dubbed and subbed are incredible together i mean between um aaron's laughter and his like when he goes crazy on top of the walls or his speech about becoming a monster and not being human like there's Irwin's speech in dubbed and subbed is just incredible so listening just just listen to like it it's great the voice acting is incredible and some of the best in anime in my opinion um all the different titans so obviously there are more than just the normal titans which if you've seen the show or have seen pictures they're just like normal little looking humans but titan shifters or people who can turn into titans they have unique appearances that um again spoiler Yamir Yamir makes for them who was the first Titan ever. And it's they're really cool. Like the new one, the new Jaw Titan, I don't remember the character. Um but he ate his older brother, I'm pretty sure, to get the um Jaw Titan's power and it looks amazing. The Armor Titan, the Colossal Titan, which is kind of overused especially in season 4. Um but the Cart Titan's also kind of meh, but like I said, the Jaw Titan, the Colossal Titan, the Attack Titan, the Founding Titan, uh, all of these look amazing, and they're just so cool, especially because of every single one's unique. Every person's Titan is unique. If you get it from, let's say, how Eren ate his father to get the, t uh, the Attack Titan and the Founding Titan, it is it's different. Like, obviously, he's not going to look exactly the same, which I like. How everybody's is unique, so you're never going to know what you're going to get. Especially the female Titan. You have the Warhammer Titan, which is awesome. Like, that one was the coolest, and I wish we got to see a little bit more of that, because that was awesome. The fight scene with uh, her and Eren is just incredible. But anyway, moving on. Um, so, the story is, it is not really all that big in Seasons 1 through 3. Seasons 1 through 3 are just kind of uh, Aaron growing up and going into the scouts and fighting the Titans with the scout regiment and them also trying to get into the basement to learn the secrets of his father. 
but in in season four is really when it the story picks up like it is all story it is all story all plot all fighting everything is a plot point and that goes for the for every season everything is a plot point but it's fast-paced story as well but at the same time it's slow like they're going to keep shooting these things at you but the story is going to take a while to actually progress but they're going to give you constant different plot points so that's it, it's good it's, it gets confusing sometimes especially in season four season four is very confusing but the way they do the plot once you start to understand it and i recommend if you can't get it from watching the show if you really want to understand the plot, just look up videos or read the manga. The manga does a great job of giving you the story. Um, but I'm sure there are also videos on YouTube that allow you to really that dig deep into the story and can give you everything in case you're ever confused. And while some people might say that's like, eh, it's kind of like how uh, the Souls games are, where you gotta to find a story, you gotta look it up. It's all there. It's just really cryptic, and you gotta kind of like squint and look at it to to understand it. But I actually kind of like that. I like having to like look up stuff and read and learn the story instead of it just outright telling you. Like, oh, it, well, yes, it did tell you. Oh, Ymir created the Titans. Uh, this is how she did it. This is what she was like. It kind of give you like boom, 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 boom. But I still like the other stuff. Like pretty much everything else, it's good that you have to like really like learn. You have to like read up on it and look it up and kind of try and understand everything. Like, the Founding Titan itself is incredibly difficult to just understand. The show and manga don't do a very good job of explaining it. So you have to look it up. You have to read about it and all that. And I like that. It is very confusing to, to learn and just by just watching the show. And it's very misunderstood. And I think doing the research is really interesting, especially because you'll learn a lot more. But again, that's just a me thing. If you don't like that, then I completely understand that. Um... But anyway, moving on from that, that was kind of a side tangent. The characters, and I talked about this earlier, the characters are great. There are a lot of very unique characters, and there are a lot of very popular characters. I mean, I'm sure everybody's heard of Levi Ackerman, Mikasa Ackerman, Aaron Yeager. Gone on anything and looked up anything anime, you're going to hear somebody shouting Aaron Yeager. Um, you have Armin, like all the big, the big ones, Hanji. Like, Sasha. Like, all of these are very popular characters. Before I even watched the show, I knew who most of them were. Because they're very popular, they're very unique, they're very good characters. Their deaths hurt, like Sasha. Sasha's death hurt real bad. And when I thought Levi died, that hurt, that hurt worse. Um, so the deaths, because all the characters are so, so well written, that they do they do hurt pretty hard when they eventually die. And there is a lot of death in this show. I'm pretty sure every episode, there's like hundreds of people dying. So you get used to it. <laughs> um, the backstory. And I know I just kind of talked about that, but the backstory of all the characters itself was are really good and really interesting. Uh, like Sasha's backstory, Connie's backstory, which you see in season four, him trying to cure his mom who it got turned into a titan and kind of just lays in his house and doesn't move he tries to feed the new jaw titan to her in like a fit of rage almost so it's really cool to get all those especially aaron's i mean obviously he's the main character he's gonna have this big backstory but even mikasa's and levi's you can kind of connect because they're ackermans and they go into the whole oh the ackermans are like programmed in their mind to help 
um, the Jaegers and all that to help the certain like race of people. Like it, it's really interesting. And they do a good job of explaining the story in slow increments. Like as you watch episodes, they slowly reveal more, but they make it obvious enough to where you are actually learning. So while the plot itself is not very clear, the characters' backstories and their plot, very clear. And a lot of times they go back to it. Now, I, I put in my notes major spoiler here. So if you're like, ah, eh, these are kind of minor spoilers uh, for season four and all that. This is your alert, that major spoiler. If you are thinking about watching this show, stop. If you haven't watched it yet, because again, major spoiler. So, as in the same topic as uh, backstories of characters, Ymir is by far the best character. Now, as I've already said uh, in other, spoil- in other uh, spoilers, Ymir created the Titans. And the way she created the Titans is, she was, well, she was a slave to pretty much Vikings, and she let, the, let a pig escape, and all her people, who are also slaves to these people, uh, ratted her out, and then they, they let her go as well. They, they chased her down with dogs and shot her with bows and all that. And she, she actually managed to escape, and she crawled her way into this underground lake underneath a tree. And there, this fish of, of some kind, which there is a name for it, it it's pretty much gives life, pretty much. It's like God in a fish. It attaches itself to her, and that gives her the power of the Titan. And she becomes the first Titan, and the and therefore the founding Titan. And honestly, just in general, um, if you are interested, definitely research the the um, the founding Titan. It is very interesting, all of its powers and everything it can do, and the history of it, and how it's been passed down through different families and all that, and how royal blood works. Um, NC Hammer 23 on YouTube does a very, very in-depth dive into the founding Titan and the history and all that. It is very interesting to watch, so I definitely recommend that. But anyway, plug over. Um, so after she becomes the Titan, she, for some reason, and we'll talk about this later in the cons, goes back to her slave owners and the kind of like the king uh decides to make her his wife and uses her in the field and also uses her when she dies eventually to kind of kill herself and also to protect the king um which is what makes it to where if you're 13 you uh you die like if you have the founding titan's power and you are 13 you die you do not make it to 14 that is just i think I'm pretty sure that's how it works. Like again, it, like I said, it's it's pretty confusing, but I'm pretty sure that works, or that's how it works. But like I said, it's very interesting, and it it really it shows everything, like why everything is. But after she did that, because she has the founding titan power, she went to this big like desert in the sky, which is like its own little universe, and from there, out of the sand, she made titans, which is what causes the rumbling. She made all the titans in the walls and then build the walls. Like, it's it's this huge thing. And it's so interesting. Her backstory is incredible. It's so in-depth and long and has these all these different trails that just lead to different things in the present, uh, present time of the show and explains so much. And it's incredibly interesting. But uh, there's a lot more of that story. That was a brief, brief summary 
of her backstory. There's like I think two, one or two episodes dedicated to it, of just explaining it in the show. I'm not sure about the manga though. But moving on, the final episode. The final episode was great. I just hit my mic. So the final episode was really cool to see. One, it was like a backstory of almost like them going to Marley. I'm pretty sure. Uh, everybody's alive. Aaron hasn't have crazy long hair yet and putting up in a bun. Sasha's not dead. Gabby's not with them, which is the biggest relief. Um, all of this, it, it it's really cool. And then you cut to the present, and you get to see everybody in the warships, like Marley, all the Marleyans and their army, fighting off the Colossal Titan army and the Aaron's attack titan in the rumbling, which is pretty much to describe the rumbling briefly, is all the titans in the walls rise up and follow the attack titan, or the founding titan, who which Aaron has. Aaron is able to control all of the titans that aren't titan switchers, but the titan switchers do obey obey by, obey him, pretty much, but they decide they can control themselves. Like, if he says, kill somebody, they don't have to, but if they kind of, like, submit to him, then they will. So, they do have a consciousness. But the other Titans that aren't Titan Switchers and are looking to eat possible Titans, which, if they, pretty much, if you're a normal Titan that's not, like, a Titan Switcher that can go to and from, if you eat somebody who is, you get turned back into a human and get to have the power to transform into a Titan, which is why they're always trying to eat people for the off chance that they eat a Titan Switcher. But anyway, so anybody who is like that he can control because he's the founding titan and he also anybody who has the same blood as him or something along the lines of that he can talk to in their mind like he can send them to the desert kind of like the space desert and all that and he can talk to them through his mind like i think it's telekinesis you know um or telepathy whatever the one was whatever that is so yeah it's really interesting like i said deep rabbit hole i highly suggest you look it up and just research it more if you're interested but yeah, the final episode is great. And one, seeing the Attack Titan fully is a sight, man. It is awesome to see the amount of detail they put into him. Especially seeing them try and fight off this massive, massive army of Colossal Titans. It's it's really cool. Um, especially now, there is a part three to this season. So we do have to wait till next year to actually see what happens. And up supposedly a movie, but we'll we'll get to that later. This episode is just one long tangent. But anyway, um, that's about it for pros. We're going to move into the cons. Now, as I usually go, I am very harsh with the cons. I like to point out everything and every little thing that I think is a con. So the story, as I said earlier, got very confusing, especially season four. I started season four, I was about halfway through part one, and I'm like, I have no idea what's going on. And it, they slowly teach you, especially in part two, the newest part, it teaches you a bit more and explains it, but it is still really confusing to understand, and I don't like that. You went from him being, Aaron being a good guy, and fighting with the scouts, and trying to get into the basement of his dad, of his childhood house, to a... To World War II, pretty much. It is literally just one big World War II reference, the beginning. That's all part one is. It's just one big World War II reference. So you jump into the war between 
the island of parody and marleyans i'm pretty sure so because uh the people of marley do not like eldians which are the people from parody i'm pretty sure that's also what i mean nothing makes sense i don't know who's who i never knew who was an antagonist or a protagonist a marleyan an eldian like i have no idea like they, they don't do a very good job of explaining it so it is you know confusing it, it it gets very loose and they don't explain everything fully like they should have so i'm very confused even up until this final episode i was like i who i'm pretty sure because in the final episode they do go to who they say they say marley i'm pretty sure so it there is stuff that, that kind of explains it but i don't know if they're also marleyans or eldians because eldians live with marley it's it's weird it gets very complicated very fast the whole fourth season is very complicated but it's kind of explains it but it's still really confusing and i did not like that um i like i said i wasn't a huge fan of how they went from the scouts killing titans and trying to get to a basement filling the secrets of titans to all-out war because it didn't show anything in between all we get are these little clips of flashbacks before that but they never really show us how they got to it like it's just season three ends with aaron and them pointing out at the sea which i'm sure you've seen memes of and then it ends and then season four starts and now they're in war so you kind of have to interpret a lot and it it gets confusing and doesn't really help and i didn't like that in my opinion the weapons, and this is just a side tangent almost, but it, and this might just be me, nothing made sense time-wise because they have this really techie, especially for the time, ODM gear. Like it, it, these little things that can shoot CO2 to like propel them forward, and they have like grapples and these really high-tech sword. well, not really high-tech, but these really strong swords. But then they're also over here, they have no idea what a car is. They don't know what a gun is. They don't have trains. They have, like, little boats made of wood. Like, they're still living in the past. And, yes, that's because they're on the island and they're still, you know, king and queen. It doesn't make much sense time-wise. Especially because while we learn in the final episode there are cars and there are trains, which we learn earlier on, and all that, and tanks and all that. Like, World War II, like, the, it, the season four and what ha- the time period is around World War II, in my opinion. I think that's it. Um, but they're over here with this high-tech stuff, but they don't know guns. They don't know anything. The only time we actually get to see guns is when Kenny attacks, and that's, like, the like beginning of guns. Like, it's really not—well, it is a gun, and they're made to kill humans. That was the whole point of them. So it's, it's just weird. Like, the time— doesn't make sense and you could make the argument of oh it's because they've been living in the walls but if they can make the odm gear how do they not be like oh well let's make transportation like cars and all that because they were like really shocked when they saw trains and cars they're like how are there no horses so it is really weird how they can make this techie high-tech equipment well not high-tech i guess for the time period but they can make this stuff and then also not know what a car is or a train so it's or even guns like when they saw guns they were so fascinated by them or even these big warships that marley had but anyway moving on for that <laughs> and i i said this earlier but 
the only question I had during the Ymir backstory episode was, why did Ymir go back to being a slave? She could have conquered the world. All they had were bows and swords. And she's a massive titan to her nowadays in the present day of the show. You need these massive cannons, like anti-aircraft cannons, to just do a little bit of damage to a titan. She could have just completely destroyed all the people who kept her as a slave and abused her people. She could have killed the people who wronged her. There were so many things she could have done, but instead, she went back to being a slave. With this awesome power of titans switching. Like, it's just, it's, it's, it's mind-boggling why she decided to go back to being a slave. Makes no sense, but whatever. It's just something that I didn't really understand, and that, I don't know. I mean, it makes sense for the whole 13 years old thing and why you die, but it's really... Anyway, moving on. Um, the other thing is, I do not like that they're making us wait for a part three to season four. There's part one, part two, which is out right now. And then part three is coming in sometime in 2023. And apparently there's supposedly a movie on the way, which I'm guessing would probably be like a part four. Uh, you got to feel bad for Mappa, man. They're doing so much. They're doing Chainsaw Man, Jujutsu Kaisen, Attack on Titan. They're doing all of this stuff. But anyway, I think that ends uh, this episode of the Ramable podcast. It was a big tangent. There were a lot of things that I had to go in depth to explain for them to make sense because it's a the show was big. Like if you haven't watched it, you're not gonna understand. So I had to go and do it, dive deep a bit into and give brief summaries of the uh, of just certain aspects of the show. But I didn't want to like not spoil everything. But I didn't want to just explain the whole thing or else this episode would be hours long. So, I do hope you enjoyed this episode. My final rating for this show is going to be a 7 out of 10. I really enjoyed this show. I don't think it's perfect. And Season 4 kind of ruined it for me. I like Season 4. Don't get me wrong. I thought it was great. But it was really confusing. And I think there were a lot of things that they could have changed or just didn't make sense. And like I said, the main main thing is that it was very confusing and you didn't know what was going on. That might be a choice. Or I didn't look into it enough, but just watching it normally, it's just really hard to understand what's exactly happening and who's who. Like, I, even now, I still don't entirely know who's the good guy, who's the bad guy, because you got Marlene's Eldians, uh, the Jaegerists, which is like a cult that is trying to support Aaron. Um, I'm guessing Aaron and the Jaegerists are the bad guys, and everybody else is good, but at the same time, they're also fighting Marlians because they don't like each other. It's a whole thing. So, like I said, very confusing, So, which is why the score dropped a bit. But, yeah, 7 out of 10, I think, is going to be it. It is a good show, and I highly recommend you, uh, you watch it. That's what got me into anime, so it's, I mean, it's, it's good. It's really good, uh, especially seasons 1 through 3. But, yeah, I think that's going to be it, guys. See you next week. Don't forget to leave us a 5-star rating on whatever podcast, you, um, podcast app you listen to, and I'll see you next week. See you guys.